OK, the count is going round, which means that this is the start of the April and May podcast. I am cheating a little bit this month because I'm running a little bit late due to various different things. It's always busy this time of year with getting things like tax returns and everything sorted out. Um, and to be honest, there hasn't been a huge amount of interest to sort of like talk about it's sort of been quite run of the mill recently uh not a lot been going on with uh updates to the website although i do have some news about potential change that's uh coming soon so i'll probably be talking a, a little bit about what might be happening in the next few weeks and uh various different things there is going to be another podcast coming soon which is going to be about uh larry burroughs there's two books that i'm going to talk about in a bonus podcast i had done a recording previously but accidentally went and deleted it which wasn't very clever uh but it is Two great books, which you still can get if you have a look on somewhere like Amazon. Um, so they, they are still readily available, both books. Uh, and they're actually not badly priced either. So it's not like they're expensive. They're sort of like stupid, rare books that are, you know, three or four hundred pounds, something like that. These are two really good, strong books bar about, but not exclusively about, one of my favourite photographers um so that's the bonus podcast and that'll be about larry burroughs and those two photography books connected with his life and his photography and things i'll get that out probably within the next couple of weeks um like i mentioned uh last podcast there is a new player on the podcast page which runs uh the most recent 10 recordings from this so if you want to go along without subscribing to this podcast and you just want to have a listen to one of the recordings there um sadly it won't allow me to do any more than 10 recordings but uh you know the 10 most recent you know is nearly a year's worth of recordings usually um certainly two-thirds of a year's worth of recordings if i include the bonus ones so it's, it's a, a rather good system and hopefully it'll get developed a little bit further to maybe hopefully include um you know more recordings um but I think I'll start off talking about the photo books and there's going to be another delay to the Seven Hills release. This is A lot of this is to just do with the financial situation at the moment due to lockdown and reducing business and various other different reasons. Um, I'm probably luckier than a lot of people in that I'm still able to work because photocopying uh photograph copy inside of it already has sort of like a built-in social distancing with doing a lot of it by i would say at least nine out of ten jobs are usually sent to me by post so they have like have the, a nice bit of social distancing built in which enables me to continue with them even in this sort of like situation and i think a lot of people have got time to have a look and decide that they want pictures doing now, yes, the photo book situation really is down that I'm just keeping quite tight hold on the purse strings at the moment just to see how things carry on. At the moment, it seems as though it's heading in the right direction. But I do think that the coronavirus situation will be with us probably into next year. 
probably not, uh, you know, there'll be lockdowns in various different, but you don't really know what's going to happen. And I just want to make sure that everything's heading in the right di direction financially. And then I can start uh, with a few luxuries like photography books, because at the moment they're, they're basically not essential really to running the website or anything like that, which has to get the priority. So it's just me being a little bit cautious. That's all that about. So hopefully if things continue going in the direction that they are, I'm looking at August, September for that release. And then the Two Towns book, which is the iPhone photography of Edinburgh from, what was that, 2015, will go out at the end of the year. That's the plan for that. So it's just another victim of the coronavirus thing, really. Um, if things had been going normal, it would have been released. It's ready to go, uh, but it, I suppose also the delay gives me time just to have a bit of a tinker, maybe, with a few things if I decide that I, I'm not happy, totally happy with them. Like I say, you know, photography books, I am very, very particular about this. It's got to be right before I send it out. Um, because you've got to live with it. You can change it later, but then you've got one edition which, you know, isn't quite right. And I find that rather annoying. So I like to get it right and then send it off. And then that's it. It's done and it's ready. The website itself hasn't had a huge amount done on it, apart from, like I mentioned last month, about the, the player for the podcast. Um, currently, I'm having one or two issues with editing the pages, which I think a lot of a lot of it is will get remedied with a new uh, WordPress tem uh, template. The 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 theme I think is interfering with Gutenberg. I'm running Gutenberg plugin on, which is probably not the best idea because sometimes it gets ahead of the development of some of the other things so it can cause when they add new things to the plugin it causes a few conflicts because you know the systems don't know what to really do with it um so i'm running into one or two problems there but everything on the front end is working it's just problems behind the curtain really that's but i did manage to get a post onto the blog called the glencoe path this is on the test strip blog on the main website. And this is going to be a series of posts, which is where I look into landscape photos that I've done over the years. The landscapes, uh, I'm going to select them from various different places. The next one's going to be from Norfolk. This one, of course, is uh, from, uh, from Scotland. And the reason why I started with the Glencoe Path was it's a picture that I'd wanted to take for ages. And... It's, yeah, it, it just came together really, really nicely. It was one of those surprising pictures. I thought the weather was against me and then the weather turned and it became brilliant. I went a little bit further along the path and came across this scene. So, you know, there was a whole lot of things that looked absolutely uh, brilliant when it came to creating the, creating the picture. It was a picture that I'd, I'd seen in my mind's eye that I'd wanted. I'd wanted to take a photo, a really good photograph of Glencoe since 2012 when I went through it for the first time and it just literally blew me away it's just a fantastic landscape it's 
I suppose some people would say it's bleak, lonely, um, but I quite I would just call it rugged, and it's full of history and certain parts of it certainly timeless, um, even with a huge road main road going through it it's still uh, a fantastically beautiful place and uh, I just sort of like went and had a talk in the, the the post about you know how I came to photograph it and also the history and there's a link to BBC podcast about uh, the Glencoe massacre and how and I sort of like discussed the, the relationship between that and the landscape and how we perceive it and everything it's I think it's quite a good read and there's certainly going to be a few more posts like that about various different uh, landscape pictures I've done. And I think the next one's going to be Norfolk and that will go on sometime in June. I'm going to start writing that very soon. So that's a lot of fun. So that's about it really for sort of like news at the moment. Um you know, there hasn't been a huge amount, like I say, of interest. It's sort of been quite run-of-the-mill, really, the last last couple of months. I'm hoping to get out and take some um, stock photos sometime during the summer. I've got a few locations that I, that I want to take images in, and uh, it's just a matter of getting a nice day and getting out and taking some pictures. It's good for you. It's a bit like... I've been walking a dog recently a lot and I've found that that's been great for, you know, just clearing the mind and it's a bit like going for a run really, that that does the same. You start concentrating on the running and you can just clear everything from your head and it's a really, really good thing to do. So, we'll get on to... Well, I'll tell you what, we'll get on to the links and then we'll, we'll call it a day, we'll... We'll say that this is a pretty short one. Cause... Now, the first one is Stefan Forster's Nordic Island, seen in their surreal light. Uh, and this is, like I say, a series of images by Stefan Forster, who's made more than 80 trips to Greenland, Iceland, Norway and the Faroe Islands, catching the beauty of the Nor Nordic landscape. I mean, these are absolutely fantastic images. I mean, again, um, great stuff if you've missed going outside i mean there's a really really beautiful image of uh, iceland sort of like a panoramic one um it's about three quarters of the way down the page this is on the bbc website by the way uh and it's about shifting the weather uh storm approaching and rain showers uh across the scottish landscape i mean it is literally just stunning and i mean there's pictures of norway I mean, I always love images of mountains. I think my mountains are quite dynamic. And the reason for that is, is that usually, of course, if the landscape's flat, you don't really get to see the light and darkness moving across it with the clouds. Whereas, of course, if you've got the side of a mountain, suddenly that um, that can appear to you. So um, I think that's one of the reasons why I like photographing uh, in the mountains, uh, the the light and dark. And I've taken one or two photos. Uh, said Richard, 
severely underestimating the number of photos that he's taken where it's all about darkness and light on the side of a mountain. Um, I really, really do love that sort of light look. So anyway, that's Nordic Island, seen in there, surreal light. Great set of pictures by Stefan. Um, the second one is also from the BBC. It's uh, totally different type of photography. It's coronavirus intensive care, night shift in pictures. Um... These are, oh yes, this is by Christopher Bobbin. Um, just, a, I, mean, I think anybody wanting to see what's going on at the moment needs to sort of have a look at, you know, these images. Um, I think there has been a tendency, and there's an awful lot of people who don't believe that what's going on is actually real. And I think a lot of that is because you don't see where the battle is taking place. And these images are literally on the uh, literally on the front line. They're a great series of pictures, quite stark. The use of black and white is is fantastic, and. Um, I know that there's been an awful lot of photography online to do with photographing people, you know, in their houses, basically doing a portrait, but doing it from outside, looking into their, you know, through a window and everything. And I think that's got a place, but I I think the real story is in these hospitals and getting that across. I mean, we're, we're all sort of like in lockdown we all know what it's like to be behind the, behind the glass and that it is a documentary record recording all of this. But I think um, where the real story is, is the thing that needs to be covered to make this, get this across that this is coronavirus is a real pandemic. It's not something that's that's made up, which sadly a lot of people think it is. So that's Christopher Bobbin's, I think that's Bobbin, yeah. I'm sure that's how you pronounce it. Uh, intensive care night shift pictures. Um, and they were taken in hospital in East Kilbride. So, up Scotland. And the final one I'm going to mention is different again. And this is Magnum. And it's Eve Arnold. Eve Arnold's time with Malcolm X and the Nation of Islam in her own world, in her own words, I mean, this is just Eve Ar Arnold. She was just a fantastic um, photographer, a great observer, observer of uh, people. Probably best known for her work with Marilyn Monroe, which is also worth having a look. Uh, you'll be able to see that on the Magnum website as well. Um, but this is a great look at um, pictures of Malcolm X and a nation of Islam. And yeah, an absolutely fantastic series of images by Eve about. Uh, I mean, this was, you know, something that was happening in the in the early 1960s, but still has ramifications even today. Um and sadly, I don't think we've actually moved forward that much from the 1960s. I think a lot of the optimism that was about then has maybe been... I wouldn't say worn out, but it's... it's. I think a lot of people 
are fed up of seeing the same sort of injustice injustices uh, happening to people it's but the great thing is also with this eve arnold thing is is also a contact sheet as well so you know if you love contact sheets um then it's perfect to see you know how she shot how she edited where she was coming from uh, contact sheet gives out a lot they're doing a lot of this at the moment on uh, the magnum site where they're including uh, contact sheets and i think it's a brilliant idea because I think it's, it shows the editing process from someone like Eve Arnold, what she was after. Uh, it, it adds to the story. So that is it for this podcast. It's a bit um, thin on the ground with information, but I thought I would do one anyway. Like I say, there's going to be the Larry Burroughs um, podcast coming within the next couple of weeks, assuming that I don't delete that off the card as well. Uh, and that's about it I will be back in a few weeks time with the June podcast I might try and see whether I can get something while I'm out and about taking photos that might be quite a nice change just sort of like having a wandering about and uh, just having a talk and taking some pictures I think that might be quite quite a, a good podcast filler um, because at the moment it's getting a bit thin on the ground, but I'm sure I'll be able to come up with a few ideas, um, maybe go off a bit left field or something. But anyway, thank you very much for downloading and listening to the podcast, and I will be back soon. <laughs>